Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. This is your official Leguizamo Rama spoiler warning. Uh, I know we've been getting a lot of DMs that some of you haven't yet watched uh, Ice Age of Mammoth Christmas. So if you don't want the ending spoiled, uh, please, you can only listen to like the first half of this podcast. And uh, also, if I could just chip, I know this is against regulations, but if I could chip yeah, in. This is, this is so beyond. Ben yeah. Russell here. You're, yeah, wow. You're, this you're is really disrespectful. I haven't even yeah. introduced you. If I could just pop in and just say that if you are a per- the person that is worried about <laughs> spoiling Ice Age Christmas special, yeah. then you and I have nothing in common. We're different and, <laughs> and we're just not this. We're totally, we should never meet. We sh- we're not going to be friends. You don't want to meet the person that yeah. we're not. That's I, a fascinating. I find person. I find no. whoever that is no. to be so deeply fascinating. No, I don't. I don't want to know you. I don't need. I don't. I've never met you, and I don't like. What if you. hypothetically you found out? Think of someone that is very close to you, someone you love, mm. and you found out that they've always wanted to see this film. Would your opinion of them change? Yes. Wow. Mm. What if it was Alicia Cuthbert from 24? Yeah. <laughs> Total babe. Yeah. What if I don't it was, know Alicia. What if it was Piper Paribo from Coyote Ugly? Uh, I don't know, Piper, and I would think less of them. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, yeah, all right. Oh, okay. Okay, so you can only listen to the first half, then it's spoiler town. Or just let let go. You can't control everything. <laughs> You know, this, this, and even the stuff that you can't control, you can't. It's an illusion of control. Yeah, I don't think anyone's You are too spiraling fast. Yeah. Out if yeah. you are, if this, you need help. I think this is a hypothetical person. It's just because we do the spoiler warning and we're mm. in the habit of it now. Mm. I, I don't, I don't think it's too much of a problem. Mm. Yeah. You've made me angry <laughs> just thinking about the person that is there if they exist, which they probably don't. <laughs> I really doubt. Of everyone know. in the entire world, the entire planet. There's not one person who has been holding off watching this film. If there that is, that then listens to our podcast. That's the part. Yeah, that's the that's the stretch. That's the, the yeah. Ben diagram. Yeah. I doubt. Yeah, you know, if there is one person, that means I don't like one person. Hey, this has been a great uh, spoiler warning. Yeah. Shall we uh, sure. get into the Some, cue the music? Peace. I hate the word. I Hello everyone and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama, a Christmassy special. Uh, mm. This is a podcast where each week we talk about John Leguizamo and everything he's ever been in. And if you're thinking to yourself, has he been in a Christmas film? Yes, three of them. Mm-hmm. And we're about to watch the third of the three. Mm. Uh, my name is Mish Wittrup. You might know me from, uh, I know how to say Merry Christmas in Danish. Um, where was that on? Where was I know how? Well, I'm okay, my, so there are people out there that might not, might have known that. From, uh, like, that's oh, how that's they, not broadcast anymore. There's like lists. No, there's lists. They oh, might okay. know the list. Yeah. You could be on a list. Yeah. Uh, I'm joined as always by my very festive friend, yeah. Zachary Thomas Ruane, who you might know from. 
being able to say it in Spanish and Italian. Feliz Navidad. Get Buon fucked. Natale. <laughs> uh, you're wearing a very delightful sweater. Cardigan. Uh, cardigan. Yeah, well, I love it. I'm a big fan of this. I'm cardigan. so glad you said that because when Zach turned the corner and saw me and was like, Hi, Mish. I clocked the Cardi, mm. but did not say anything nothing. about it. I said nothing. All it takes for evil to prevail is for good mishes to do nothing. Yeah, though. that's true. That's a fair, fair point. That's a fair. That's beautiful. Um, <clears throat> we're joined, not as always, but... No, as often. As often. <laughs> as often as possible. Uh, by uh, this bloody ledge to my left. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's a comedian. He is a writer, an actor, and an improviser. Mm-hmm. And he's an Ice Age... Fanatic, mm. he's obsessed. I'm he won't obsessed with shut the fuck up about this franchise. When it's Ben Russell. Oh, ben. Yeah, Ben Russell. We I'm an Ice Age super fan. I love it so much that I've. I. It seems like I don't like it. Yeah. When we first but. announced that we were doing a John Leguizamo podcast, mm. you were probably the first person in my DM saying, "Hey, if you ever do any of the Ice Ages, please consider me because yeah. I love the yeah, whole series. Yeah. yeah, it's my whole brand. And what I love is that we've now I built have, a career on loving Ice Age. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. I built a personality on yeah, loving yeah. Ice Age. Um, mm. Having done this podcast now for. Three years or something oh, fucking insane. It's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Do you know what what this is? This is the only podcast that, you know, like th- this is the a genre of podcast where you only do three to five of them. Mm. This is the only podcast of that genre that's made it past five. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, we've in that three years we've got a science fiction guy, so mm-hmm. a guy that comes in and watches all our science fictions. We have a sporty boy mm-hmm. comes and watches all the sporty ones. Uh, we have a gamer. She comes in every gaming one. And we have our Ice Age boy. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, you could have been science fiction. Yeah, you could have I been... love science fiction. Yeah, well, you... we didn't know that at And the I time. love John Leguizamo, yeah. you know? Mm. Yeah, sorry but, about that. Um, you put him, uh, put, uh, yeah, um, I'll never forgive you. Well, that's the thing. It's like once we started, we put you on Ice Age the first one. We never really properly said, hey, this should be the thing that we do every Ice Age mm. film. Um but we've committed now and he's done like 86 of them. Mm. So, mm. And they've just gotten better. What? They kept getting better. Yeah, they never stop. They just keep improving. They just get, the bar gets raised. And, and that's the thing about animation, I think, is it would be, it would have been easy to rest on their laurels, mm. you know, do the funny little animals. I think the challenge in and unto itself of something set in such a specific time frame mm would have really gotten to most animators and they maybe would have started putting mm. more and more anachronistic things in mm-hmm. there. But mm. not Ice Age, and I think that's something I really love about it. It's kept its conceit of uh, being in the Ice Age sort of time. Yeah, of mm. course. Yeah. Um, before we get into it, uh, Ben, uh, I know you're a big... Uh, well, you're a Star Trek fan. You like a bit of Star Trek. Yeah, I do. It, it's... um. It's one of the few things that I still like and enjoy um, that you're like, you know, because as a kid, I liked Star Wars, but then I grew up and I realized, oh, it's actually kind of dog shit. Mm. Um, And that Mm. sort of is the part of growing up is learning to not like the things that you loved as a kid. Mm. You think in adulthood, you've discovered that Star Wars is dog shit. Mm. Why? I don't want to really get into it. Oh, okay. Um, but it is. It's just. Uh, it's. It's. It's not very good. Just a couple no. of if you're, movies. If you. If you like. 
The I don't know. Is, I don't know that, but I'm just like I'm surprised because people who love Star Wars, it seems like a life kind of. Love. I think a Star Wars, it, Star Wars as a whole, is not the thing that I I take issue with. It's these things that we are, uh, you know, it, the, and it stems from this like lack of any risk taking, which comes from you know creating universes out of a fucking one movie, um, where it's just like creatively bankrupt, and it's. You're not actually enjoying it. You're enjoying the feeling of enjoying it when you were a kid. It's just all based. It's like a, it's like a horrible tradition religion thing for a lot of people now. Mm. Like it's the same kind of vein. It's this nostalgia based entertainment, which is just not. It's like oh, remember this? Remember this? Mm. It, we just refuse to let our kids play with their own toys. You got to play with Han Solo, and here's a movie to get you into it. Now. Yeah. So it's like, it's, uh, yeah. And Star Wars even is the most disappointing one because it's such a good universe. Mm. But they are just locked into this kind of dynasty Ayn Rand nightmare mm. of, of wow. you know, what's going on. So, I mean, it's not all bad. I will give you that. Like, I, I, um, I dipped back in to watch... Uh, Andor? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard I great things about really it. I really enjoyed it. But that's kind of the only one that I've enjoyed. Yeah. The Fair rest, enough. I'm like, this is a toy commercial. This is just I think lazy writing. What you said about like parents who grew up on it, who love it, who kind of force it into mm. their kids. The only kind of likeness I have to that in my life is from like a very young age. My mum like shoved musicals so deeply down my gullet that I now, I know so much about them. And, like, I suppose I have, like, but I like them, but I'm I very... Guess musicals are a genre, though. You know, it's not like she shoved... But I would argue that musical theatre people are like... Are musical Musicals are to them what Star Wars is to big dweebs. Sure. But, but at least there's like, many different musicals. It, it would be like saying, you, if you liked Les Mis... Yeah. Now, now that we're making a new musical every year set in that era mm. of France. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah. With those characters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Jean Valjean. It's just Jean Valjean's son. <laughs> yeah. And Jean Valjean's in it a little bit, but he yeah. dies. And the songs sound, none of the songs yeah. are quite as good. Yeah. But the songs sound very similar and there are and a then couple the of really Javid, good ones. Javid didn't die. Yeah. He's actually back. Yeah. And then the next <laughs> and then the next year they do one that's only on Jean Valjean's like grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you have no investment in that story at it's all. It's this constri- con- all right, incredibly that makes sense. constrictive. I think I get Remember it. Remember the yeah. little kid that climbed up the, the wall and got shot? Mm. You know, in, in, in Les Miserables, yes. he climbs up the wall and mm. gets shot. He gets a movie. Did you ever think about <laughs> how he got to the wall? <laughs> and I know what people, like, I know what you fucking nerds are thinking. Ben, have you watched uh, Strange New Worlds? Have you watched Picard? Those are all just nostalgia jerk-offs. Mm. And yes, you are correct. I, I like Strange New Worlds, though. Um, here's what I, think I will it's, say. I think it's very charming and, and fun. And here's what I'll say in defense of Star Trek. Because I know, Mish, you wanted no us to talk about Star I was Trek. fucking hoping it would yeah, happen. Mish was saying to me, just make sure you bring up Star Trek. Yeah, I think it's like mine is based on, yes, it's still based on nostalgia, but I kind of, I was a latchkey kid, so. Oh, this is uh, great. Star Trek was uh, was a good little little baby. Listening to Zach talk to our guests about Star Trek is my kink. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I, and I, I love. I'm just rewatching DS9. Yeah, yeah, and I just finished it, and it's so good. Ish. It's just so good. I love Avery Brooks as wow. a person and as an actor. I yeah. think that he's a a wonderful personality. He plays Captain Cisco Mish. Cisco, Commander, like Cisco. the song first, uh, first black captain. Like and his name is Cisco. Main lead Commander Cisco. Yeah. Like the like like unleash the dragon. Captain, ben, I don't know what you're talking about. Captain Benjamin Unleashed Lafayette Cisco. Cisco is not, the singer of the not, thong song. No, he came. He came after. He Cisco. came after. Back so, Captain do you think Benjamin. he named himself after him? I think Cisco is with a Q, whereas this is an S I. Oh, okay. Different spelling. It would have. I'm sorry. I would be so on board with Star Trek if Cisco, the singer of the thong song and Unleash the Dragon. Was in it? Mm. No, well, he's no, not. That's, he's okay, not this so is a can... sort of a so this is a man dealing with. You the do trauma have classic his... kind of actors though, like a, Ray, a Rene Bourgeois <laughs> as Odo, and he's a he's a classic TV actor. Yeah. Well, you got a Whoopi Goldberg um, in there. That's the only one. Yeah, I, know. I mean, she's, she's in uh, she's in Next Generation, Next Generation. Oh, okay. from season two on. She, yeah, she's a... and they do change her character. First, she's like this magical black woman, and then she's like they kind of be like, oh, she no, she's not magical. She kind of lives forever and. She but she has magical powers yeah. in the first few, few Doesn't seasons. Doesn't she work at a bar? She does. Yeah, she works. Ten forward. Yeah, but she, she chooses to because she's like 400 years old. She yeah. chooses to work at a bar at 400 years old. Yes, because she likes... That's more unrealistic than the, the star land or whatever it is. The that problem they... was they didn't have a main character. They didn't have a main character in the cast yet. That's job was to just talk to people, mm. hear what their Even problems were. Even though they were. had a... Like, except for the counsellor that had nothing to do after yeah. Guinan came in. A little bit. Um, I won't talk too much about Star Trek. I will just say one thing, though. In response to what you were saying, one thing I would say that Star Trek has is that it's an outward-looking sort of mm. property. It's an outward-looking concept. It's about people going and exploring. So... There is space for new Star Treks because they can always go to new places. Mm. Mm. You know, you can get some cyberpunk in there with the Borgs. You can get, no matter what happens to science fiction, no matter what happens to society, the people on that ship can go anywhere and, and they, discover anything. And there's a Star Trek for everyone. You yeah. know, like there's a Star Trek, for, you've got the uh, Below Decks, which is yeah. the animated funny one. You've got Discovery, which is for like, uh, it's like a, a youth, sort of a... <laughs> I would say it's like a young fiction, very trying to be Hunger Gamesy, dramatic. Everyone whispers and tries to tell you that things should matter when they don't. I mean, I personally don't think Discovery yeah. is the weakest of all the Star Treks. I haven't watched Discovery yet. It's I dis- strongly dislike it. Yeah, no, no. Um, but they try. At least they try to do diff- Like it's they try to be make it serialized, and they try to do different things. It's Whereas just the. It's just the writing that I feel lets it down quite quite a lot. The problem with Star Wars, mm. and then we're done, Mish. Then yeah, we are then we're done. done. Sorry, I've looked up the cast of Star Trek, and it is packed. Yeah. Which one? Absolutely. I just wrote Star Trek. It's the original series. <laughs> oh, yeah, if yeah. you're going to all of them, yeah, there's There's heaps. so many. There is a guy in it named DeForest. Yeah, DeForest Kelly, classic TV Western actor. Yeah, and he plays who? He's Bones. No. Yes. Leonard McCoy. Yeah, bones, bones. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, don't fucking try this shit on me, honestly. I'm new to it. All right, you could get all right me, ben. ben. What about Grace Lee Whitney? Who's Grace Lee Whitney? Oh, she played Janice Rand. 
Did you just go down the list? Yeah. Mish? That's a bit rude. Okay. Yeah, I like Star Trek. I don't know all the episodes and all the What characters. about Leonard Nimoy? Yeah, of course I know Leonard Nimoy. I know Leonard He's Nimoy. The you know Leonard That's Nimoy. That's Spock. Uh, no, the, the, just the thing I was going to say about Star Wars is I think it's becoming more and more evident that unless it's got laser swords and desert planets, it's, mm. it's not Star Wars. It's got to have desert planets and it's got to have a, a bloodline dynasty yeah. where uh, the unclean and the unwashed cannot be a part of it. I think the moment that Star Wars died was when um, they did a movie without Jedi. So instead they had a samurai with a sword. Mm. Mm. Mish, I'm so sorry. No, I'm that's gonna, okay. I'm gonna shut this conversation down. I'd love to talk to Ben about DS9 now that I've finished it. It's a great show. I think it's my favorite. It's one of the best television uh, shows. Full stop. No Star, Star Trek. Trek. I think it Not was Star Trek. No, Next Generation. Oh. No, yeah, DS9. DS. Oh, sorry, DS9. Yeah. It. It. They do the best relationships. Mm-hmm. I think that it has. I mean, it's a. It's one of the first sort of ventures into serialization mm-hmm. for television. But then yeah. also wonderfully episodic. As yeah, well. but also what? Yeah, they, they, they strike an excellent balance. I think we could look back <clears throat> and learn some lessons. Don't you, Mish? Yeah. I've been watching uh, Ink Master. Mm-hmm. Great show. Have you been watching? Do you watch it? I love it. I love that. Um, I love that to be a tattoo artist, you have to have the worst fashion not only the worst fashion, but you have to be critiqued by Joel Madden. Yeah. So there's this show. Have you heard of Ink Masters? I know. You've got to dress like heavily, heavily produced reality television. Yeah, you've got to dress like you were Joel show. Madden in yeah. the two in two thousand. Yeah. So it's so good. I'm obsessed with it. So it's super heavily produced. It's a lot of chats to cameras. There's a lot of drama in and amongst. Or they do this very, very like contrived drama in and amongst. It actually, used to tattoos. have. Uh, does the host still? Is oh, um, Carmen Alexa's ex-husband. Yeah, yeah. What's Dave, Dave Navarro. Um, no, he pops in from time to time. My oh, favourite clip, one of my favourite meme clips. Yeah. One of my favourite meme clips of all time is Dave Navarro did an episode of Ink, Ink Masters. Yeah. <laughs> he used to be the host. Uh, sponsored by Taco Bell. Have you seen that clip? Mm-mm. It's very good. Or he's just like... T- Taco Bell lost, like, it's like the, like, Los Docos or something. Los Docos living. The Taco Bell brand is all about living dangerously. And it's like, oh, you have fallen. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this show, so they have all these Get your human on. canvases. <laughs> and they're jet, like, they're good artists. They're good tattoo artists, right? Hmm. But it's being, it's hosted by Joel Madden, who isn't a tattoo artist. He's a pop punk boy from yeah. the late 90s. Mm, it's yeah. true. From Good Charlotte. Mid- that is his claim to fame. Like, what else has he done? He just loves to host these competition reality shows. Mm. Um, and they're all just trying to press him. And it's just him being like, your line work sucks there, man. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, but he's got tattoos. <laughs> he's got a lot of tattoos. Yeah. Did you ever see the one, the body paint one with RuPaul as a judge? Uh, no. Yeah, I think I might have. That one was really special. That mm. was um, really like, uh, yeah, RuPaul was a judge and it was about body paint and one of the guys in season one's name was Gear, and he loved Japan. In fact, two characters loved Japan, mm. just like body paint. And there was uh, like a couple of jokes about, hey, and it's not so bad that we get to paint near naked women. Mm. And it's like, you didn't, don't say it. Yeah, it's also like <laughs> we know that's, that's why you. I've only watched. It. There's only two seasons on Paramount Plus. 
uh, and I have all the streaming services because of this pod. But there's only two seasons of it. On and Ink Masters. Yep. Well, Ink Masters, it was it one of those things that was just always on like nine go or yeah. one of those digital ones that don't give a shit about it. But it was all like just always on. And yeah. so I used to love watching it. It is, uh, it is, has been for the last two weeks of my life, the best background noise. Yeah, it's great. It's so good. You just tune in every once in a while and you see like Joel Madden just absolutely criticizing the shit out of some poor tattoo artist who's done a perfectly good tattoo. Do you know what I love about this? You know, we're we're talking about Deep Space Nine, Star Trek. Mm. You're talking about Ink Masters. But what we can all agree on is Paramount Plus is all right. That's true. It's fine, yeah. It's got Star Trek. It's got Ink Masters. I got the one you told me to get the other week. Broly? Yeah, I got Broly. It's great, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is. I watched um, You Don't Know Me, the Showgirls doco. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a great doco. Oh, cool. Very good. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Very good. It's Have very you seen good. Showgirls? Mm. Watch the doco. Of course I've seen Showgirls. Yeah. I was, bo- <laughs> I'm like a millennial. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> bo- I was a boy in 2000. We've talked a lot about Showgirls and Zach said it perfectly. And I rewatched Showgirls with my partner recently. And it just, I had Zach's, it's like for something that is so naked mm. and full of sex and like just like an uber sexual naked film it is the like absolute lack of horny there's like nothing about it is arousing it's the most well, sexless sexless movie about with that sex of yeah sex. well with yeah. paul verhoven you're always going to get something else you know yeah. what i mean it's never just some it's never just a you know a sci-fi about a robot cop it's mm. about you know the uh, over-militarization of police or corporatization mm. of America or it's a, you know, if it's about uh, alien bugs, it's about fascists. Well, what was his point of Showgirls? Well, I mean, that's for, I've, it's been a while since <laughs> I've seen it, but I'm sure it's there. I'm sure he has something oh, lo- that he's trying to say. In the doco, what I loved is that someone who had done a research paper on the film or something had done some sort of like, <clears throat> some sort of thing on it had said that it was he it's like Paul Verhoeven deliberately wrote it as if he was a 12-year-old boy mm. who had just discovered pornography he's probably saying something about sex in cinema or yeah. sex in you know in in general and how we view it yeah um it, it i refuse to believe that Paul Verhoeven isn't doing something and trying to convey some kind of deep opinion or emotion through it He's I, just such a fantastic director. Yeah, I, I no, really totally. It, it, it's a very special film regardless. Mm. I haven't seen it in a long time. I would like to it's re-watch worth rewatching. It. I, I started rewatching it again recently, uh, and I only got a bit in. And what I particularly loved, I was only fifteen minutes mm. in when I when I stopped watching it. But what I particularly loved was like her performance starts at a ten. Mm. Like she starts mm. at a 10 and it's like, this is a two and a half hour movie. Like, <laughs> where are you going yeah. to go from here? That character as well, it's in the documentary. Um, this is probably the same person who said the other shit I just said. But um, they said that she's like, it's remarkable, the character, because she's so deeply unlikable, yet everyone in the film is willing to stop their entire lives and just have it completely revolve around her. Yeah. Everyone in the movie who meets her... Literally, their entire lives become focusing on making sure Nomi 
Naomi Malone succeeds. It's such a, it's so fascinating. Yeah. It's a <laughs> it's fascinating so movie. The pool sex scene is great. It is remember the, the pool sex scene? I do not. I remember very, it's been a very long time the, since the I watched it. The sex scene in the pool is just, it's it's Kyle MacLachlan and Naomi. Yeah. And she's just like, it's like, she's like, he's just, <laughs> she's just, there's not, So they're, not they're in the water from the, from the like waist down, mm-hmm. right? And then I think it's like, he's just swinging her yeah. around. Yeah, <laughs> and right. she's just thrashing, thrashing like a shark yeah, out of right. water. It's fantastic. Yeah. Incredible. I can't, I can't, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's on Broly. Yeah. Love that Broly. Love that Broly. Mm. Do, 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 do. I reckon we go to an ad. Yeah. And then after the ad, what should we come back and say? Favorite Paul Verhoeven film. Okay. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, welcome back from the ad break. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, my and We just promised favorite Paul Verhoeven films, and mine's got to be Starship Troopers. Okay, I've not seen it. Oh, Mish. It's one of my partner's favorite. It's films. really good. It's really, really. It's like a dumb action film, mm. and it never says it, but it's so, mm. so much about like fascism and it's how you get a, pulled into it. It's it, so it, good. When I went and saw it when I was a teenage boy in mm. cinemas, and I thought it was the greatest film ever made mm. because of the surface level things. Yeah, which and are badass. Watched, which are fucking sick, <laughs> and it was amazing. Special <laughs> the special effects for the time. Mm. Are, and it still it is up. good. Yeah. Um, but it is such a fucking bad, badass, awesome I gotta watch it. fucking teenage boy film. But if you rewatch it, you're like, oh, this is, a, this is about fascism and how, you know, kind of about the United States in a way. There's this, and there's just this thing where it's like you just, you watch a movie like that. And if a movie is dumb... In, 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 or, or simple in how it presents, you just sort of make a whole bunch of assumptions right up the top. You assume who the good guys mm. are. You assume who the bad guys are. And you just go with it. And what's great about this movie is it plays on those expectations without ever doing it mm. in the text. Mm. It never does a twist. It never does a, well, think. It's just like you watch the movie and then it's like at the end you're like, wait a second, mm. what did I just watch? And that's the same reason why I love Robocop. Yeah, is because yeah, it Robocop's is good fun. on a surface level, you can just enjoy the absolute shit over mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's just such a fun ride. But then you're. That's how I feel about Showgirls, though. Being said as well, that you can choose to be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Mm. You know, it's really subversive, or it's it still holds up very much. You know, a lot of the themes that he touches on in Robocop are, are still very much you know, can be attributed today. And that's why I think Robocop has stood the test of time and not just because it mm. uses very little special effects and all practical stuff. Mm. Um, I love that you're such a big Paul Verhoeven fan. Yeah. Uh, mine, like, and this is, again, going off the Mish way of rating something, which is pure enjoyment, probably Basic Instinct. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. That, that movie doesn't get enough to... 
it's it's a funny film. It's very funny. Yeah. It's this it's quintessential horny Michael Douglas. Yeah. And it's like it's just it's the it's funny. It is funny. It's a really like but pure entertainment mm. from start to finish. Like a really en- just bizarre mm-hmm. and fun. And I think Sharon Stone is phenomenal in it. I think and like hate to bring it back to Johnny Legs, but like like with Baz Luhrmann and John Leguizamo, it's like John Leguizamo just got Baz Luhrmann. It was like, oh, I understand what it is mm-hmm. you want me to do with these yeah. movies, right? I think Sharon Stone got Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. I think she was just like, okay, I think I understand. <laughs> like, I think I get what you want from me from this film. And he sounds mad. Like, yeah. all the sort of, I watched this great, there's how the movies that we loved or how was it made or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robocop has a great one on there. I haven't and seen And he yet. sounds like an absolute madman. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm the, sure. That, that clip in You Don't Know Me um, mm. where he's just like, they're doing the choreography and the choreography is mental in that Mental. Movie. And he's just like laughing. He's like, yes, it's so sexy. She's <laughs> 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 like, I love it. It's so sexy. <laughs> it's like, he, is, he is very good at casting. Uh, yeah. Starship Troopers, he purposefully casts beautiful ex-soap stars. Mm. Mm. In his lead roles. Yeah. Because the, this is what the whole movie is a recruitment drive mm. for the the human forces against this war that you're like, they're just but uh, well they're just bugs and you are quite dressed, nice bugs. Well, is this the guy he cast You are dressed as Nazis. <laughs> Wasn't the guy that he cast as Robocop just like a real weird dude as well? Uh Peter, Peter Weller. Weller, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a kook. But uh, yeah. great. No, they cast him because he has a great uh, lower half of yeah. his face, yeah. which he does and did still you, does. Did you see this, that, that clip? I can't even. I, I, I can't, I'm referencing a clip I half remember, but about him wanting Oreos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> ben, what's your favorite? I, I mean, I think I would have to go Robocop. Okay. I think that's the definitive one. It, it's a close second by uh, Starship Troopers. I just think both of those films are real. Uh, clever, but dumb, but yeah. just perfect American like action cinema. Absolutely, really. Yeah, yeah. Robocop was so entertaining. Mm. All right, let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some more perfect cinema. Yeah. Perfect cinema. Speaking is of this cinema, though, I don't think no. It well, is. it was a television release, yeah. you know. Mm. But I think it got. See, this is the thing. I think it, feel like it's on a DVD. They mm. did screen it at Cannes. Mm. Uh, no, what? They did not. Oh, God. <laughs> they did that with uh, Twin Peaks, The Return, and then the French got mad because it wasn't uh, cinematically released. And, and then other people were like, why can't it just be good television? Why mm. do you have to pretend it's a movie? Anyway, this week we watched the 2011 television special Ice Age, A Mammoth Christmas, in which the Ice Age crew followed the Northern Lights to find Santa Claus, the human man, who was based on St. Nicholas. Because it's Christmas, which is a thing all the characters are aware of. Even though this film is set tens of thousands of years before the birth of Jesus Mm. or early Christians who commemorated his birth, Mm. or even the pagans from which many of the traditions are based on. Mm. Yeah. John Leguizamo again plays Sid the Sloth. Mm. Great. And there are again more sloths. Something I find really very interesting, Mm. I just want to touch on this at the top, is that this movie was released in 2011, Mm. which is nearly 10 years after the original film, Mm. right? Mm. People who liked the original film, like kids, have grown out of this franchise now. So who is enjoying this film? Again, this comes back to we refuse to let our kids like new things. 
Yeah. So you think parents who loved Ice Age are now yep. showing? Oh, yeah, I like that. You like that now. Mm. We refuse to and let people discover and enjoy yeah. their Kudos name. to Bluey for cutting yeah. through that. Yeah. Big shout out to the Meyer Windows. Shout out to Bluey <laughs> and the Windows. I, I, when I was in the city. It's hard to let go, though. My, I don't have kids. I don't understand the Meyer fucking windows. That's a cultural the lines, thing. The lines to the see The lines it. are out of control. That is 100% some sort of weird family tradition thing Just that because do. you have kids. And I get this. I get having kids. I mean, I, I don't have kids. I'm not going to have kids. It's a different world. I'm out of my element. I understand that. But just because they're children doesn't mean, doesn't mean they have to be basic bitches. And I think it's like, yes, you liked it. Your grandparents <laughs> liked it. It's because in the 50s, when TV was black and white yeah. and women couldn't vote, that was entertaining. Yeah. It's like, oh, look yeah. at these pretty things that rotate <laughs> in yeah. the window. And now it's like we've got our Nintendo Switches. Yeah. This isn't entertaining anymore. I it's just- pretty close to like, it's kind of the closest... We all kind of, I think a lot of Australians can now afford a flight or get a flight to like Japan to go to Tokyo Disneyland that, you know, most of them can get on Jetstar, go to mm. Tokyo Disneyland. But back then, if you if you wanted to see, you know, puppets and shit, that was the closest you could get. Yeah. Trip to Ikea and then go see the Speaking windows. of puppets, much like uh, the Maya windows or Ice Age and forcing your kids to like what you liked. It is hard to let go though, because I don't have kids. But my sister does, and I have a five-year-old nephew, and I was so excited because I'm like, oh, my God, I get to show him a Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was my favourite movie. That's a great favorite, film. Favourite Christmas film, right? Mm. He has no interest in the Muppets, yeah. and it hurts yeah. because I don't understand how you can't because when I was his age, I was obsessed with the Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. You if know? I don't have a little dork, if I have kids and then a little dork. Zach, like, I can guarantee you 100% yeah. if you were to have a child. That child is a dork. Yeah. Yeah, but Mish, I a very handsome dork. Thank you. That's very sweet. That's not really what I was fishing for. Mm. No, I... no, the kid's a dork, dude. But you can try and sugarcoat it, but that kid's a fucking dork. But do you know what I really worry about? Mm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna worried. bully that kid myself. <laughs> yeah, I know, Ben. You've said that since the day we met. Yeah. If you ever have a child, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bully, bully it. that fucking kid. I I worry. I Me, I worry ben. more that my kid will like go to a school in like Northcote or something and not know they're a dork. Well, know? dorks don't. That's mm. the you know. But they'll hang out while. with other dorks and they'll learn dorks the bass not, guitar. In high school, and then they're told that they're a dork. But what, not yeah. if they're going to, like, some dork school full of dorks. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then they'll get all confident and shit and then, like, go to clubs. When what you've got to do... And they'll get into improv you or have something. To send you, know? them to an <laughs> you have to send them to an all-girls private school in the northern suburbs and, believe me, they will find out if they're a dork. Yeah. <laughs> believe me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I believe in that. I believe in that good old country-style bullying. Not, oh, not, yeah. Not the sophisticated not the shit bitchy. you had to pull Yeah, up like with. notes in a locker. You don't want that. You want gutter stomping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, my you bullies... Want and chasing <laughs> them down a yeah. one-way street in a pickup truck. When I grew up, we had friends. We had friends. With one overall piece uh. hanging off. <laughs> come, come out, Ruane. <laughs> We're going to get you, Ruane. Can't hide forever, Ruane. <laughs> And I was, I was very, I was played by Jerry, Jerry a young Jerry O'Connell. Is yeah. that from Slider? A young Jerry O'Connell with a horizontally striped T-shirt. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, no. My yeah, I had old fashioned kinds of bullies. Your ones were real smart and shit. Yeah. See where I where I grew up. You had bullies and you had friends and they were a separate thing. Yeah. But you, your ones, that were... No, I was lucky. I have I didn't get bullied because I deliberately became friends with the girl that everyone was scared of. Ah. She was really tough and she hung out with older, like, her older cousins and stuff that yeah. would pick her up in their skylines. Yeah, yeah. And mm. so I became her friend. She's still my best friend. Yeah. But because I was friends with her, I was, like, uber protected. Untouchable, yeah. Untouchable. Yeah, I... And I was such a... I was a fat... Fuck, I couldn't, I didn't know how to wash my hair. All I did was do drama classes. I cried every other day and never got bullied. I well, didn't in get terrible. In high school, I didn't get bullied because I, I was, I would, I was cheeky towards teachers anyway. So, and I was class clown and I was good at like, you know, public speaking. And I'd get mm. up and do what I didn't know then, but it was stand up. Mm. For, for the school, really. Oh, I can't imagine like, that you I was the funny dude yeah. and would just be able to. Um, you know, I got a little bit, but also I, I beat them to it. I was able to like mm. be, do better bullying, riff, bullying for myself, and bat, were you back a bully? <laughs> Maybe someone might think that I was a bully. But I I was playing it out before. I wasn't that badly bullied either. Mm. I was a, I was kind of a in betweener. I would. It, say. Well, I mean, I was just an outsider because I was the only. I was an arty kid in the northern suburbs of Perth, and that just wasn't done. Mm. And there was no nothing for me, <laughs> so I was never. I never felt. It was a while until I found my people. Mm. Yeah, I just didn't really like it, especially towards high school. At the end of high school, I did not in, like enjoy it or like anyone. Mm. Uh, but I wasn't bullied. I just was like, um, you people. No, we've got nothing in common. We're not. Mm. There's mm. nothing there. I, I want wanted more. So. Yeah, no, fair. I was like, it wasn't that bad. And then I was like running through and that got me into some Yeah, memories. that's what I've been doing as and well. I've been like, ah, actually, there was a couple of weird, in- but I was never like relentlessly bullied. No, I had a no. few friends that were like bullied. I, I yeah, didn't get yeah, bullied yeah. at school. I went to this all girls school. I didn't get bullied at school, but the neighboring boys school, they were pretty awful to me. No, but like I mean, like I don't remember. Wait, wait the all boys school—they yeah. didn't raise them to treat women right. No, Weird. that's isn't a shock. that strange? Yeah, that's that really is strange. strange. Yeah. yeah, that's shocking to me. Yeah, a private boys boys school that they weren't. Yeah, they were, they were rude. They didn't to look you. to protect the. Yeah, no, I know it's crazy. So they didn't treat you that's, well. They're no. just a few bad eggs. I right? got like it's not a Jesus system wide. I talked right? about the duct tape thing in the other episode. I got Do, the. Are you sure you want to go down? Yeah, the no, 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 yeah. no. I just, I just, it's like I have not thought about this in twenty years. Because I, I just want to say I had a couple of memories, and then I thought bit of a downer for the podcast. Oh, okay, then I won't share it. No, you can share it. No, because I, I don't want to be a downer. Tell you not to share it. It's I not a downer be... because it doesn't like. I feel like, like I'm, I'm I don't care about it anymore. If you anything, you are free to share them. I'm sure I probably annoyed people. I was That's more how annoying. You podcast. <laughs> But like I, I, I'm trying to think as well. Like, was I the bully? And I don't think it was because I could go through. I would, I would, if I got tired of one social group, I would be able to move to the next. And yeah. I had friends mm-hmm. in the really cool group. Well, but the really cool group in ours weren't like jocks. They were stoners. Yeah. And fucking people that are you know probably have went to the mines and that's kind of it. Mm. Yeah. No, our, I was not ever friends with the cool people because the cool people in my school were like football. Yeah, right. Like, and, oh, and okay. to me... Country cool. Country cool. And to me, the idea of, you know, when I look, when I 
met people that went to like, I went to a Catholic school, but when I met to pe- met people that went to like proper private school when I came to the city, mm. like proper private schools, mm. the idea that you could be good at sports and good academically. And in fact, it was a, a, the, the more that, that both of those things were mm. encouraged mm-hmm. both socially. And like, there was maybe one guy in, in, that I can think of that was both, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you were either a nerd or you were into football and stuff. It was yeah. very mm. rare that you did both. And yeah, so that, yeah, no, I wasn't friends with those guys. The cool kids at my school, the all girls school, were the girls that had like lip gloss and nice pencil cases and their, their school skirts were a little bit shorter. And yeah. they, um, but they were good ac- academically. They and were smart. That's wild to me. Yeah, like. no, the the cool girls in my school were not. They were just the the lip gloss, but the, I wouldn't say that they were academically good. Okay. The academic girls were uh, kept to themselves, but mm. they weren't really bullied. They were just academic yeah. girls. And then there was like my main social circle were just like the kind of normal people. Mm. In they weren't really. Worried about that yeah. as much. Yeah, I moved around a bit, but mine but I were moved like around, music-y yeah. people, but not like hardcore music-y yeah. people. They were mainly from our form, like, uh, which is our homeroom or whatever you guys call it here. Mm. Um, our form was quite a good a good form, and we were oh, all kind of friends, so yeah. we all kind of just stuck stuck to to that. Yeah, that's, that's nice. nice. Um, here's my thing with the Ice Age Christmas movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? My, yeah, I think I think you're going to say the same thing that I I'm going to say. So I, feel like I we probably all feel the same way about this. Yeah, film. I tell myself not to go too hard on the anachronistic stuff. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we are going to say the same. Well, thing. I, I I'm not going to talk about Santa. You could talk about Santa. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. All okay. right, I'm not going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to talk about is the fact that there's a bit in it where the saber tooth tiger goes. Oh, I've lost track of my geomagnetic, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, I've lost track of my geomagnetic, whatever. Mm. And I just, that that made my brain melt mm. so hard because not only are they aware of like geomagnetic <laughs> poles or mm. like geomagnetic sense, mm-hmm. yeah. they're aware of it to a level that in whatever language they're speaking, there's words for it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they're aware of it to such a level that a working class saber tooth knows about it. But also I can't recall the I words don't for think, it. I mean, are, are we sure that saber tooths had that? I know that some animals do, uh, you know, cows line up to, to facing like a direction. I don't mm. fucking know. But like there are, yeah, there are animals there, there with is those that. senses. But are they aware of no. what yeah. that sense no. is? And at the very least, they can't verbalize it. Yeah, <laughs> that we like, do know. That we is know that. for a fact that even if hypothetically saber tooth tigers were aware of such things, they wouldn't be able to say, "Hey, I am aware of such things." But let's agree that animals can't talk in real life. Yeah, well, we have. Well, it's a cartoon. Let's all agree. I've always that. assumed they're, they're talking. <laughs> it's a cartoon, man. It's yeah. just a silly yeah, cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Don't stress. I wasn't the one it. saying that. Though. You were. I just wanted no, to. No, I don't sure. think they're talking. I imagine they they're putting their growls and their sounds together in such a way that mm. it works as a rudimentary language yeah. to each other. So yeah, that it's something like they a, can sense it between saber tooth tigers. Yeah. yeah, that a saber tooth tiger has. It was their a series different time. We don't know. We weren't there. So yeah. the thing that I have a problem with is that yes, Jesus Christ wouldn't, uh, you know, if if you believe that he is the Son of God, 
be born and then uh, spend time on the earth and then die for our sins. But he he didn't he wasn't birthed and for thousands thousands and thousands of years. Uh, so the 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 prospect of Christmas is. I just uh, and they they know it so well and it's a thing and they it's say celebrate. Merry they Christmas. have decorations. It's yeah. like it's it's almost as if it's Christmas in 2011. They invented and not the in Christmas the tree instead yeah. of the pagans. Yeah, yeah, they invented the Christmas tree, mm. but already established was peppermint as a flavor for yeah. Christmas, yep. uh, sugar plum, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Uh, there were so many Christmas, even just the idea of Christmas. What mm. are they celebrating? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm personally, yeah, you, you know, I'm not here to say uh, you, you have to believe in Jesus yeah. or not believe. But what I'm saying is if there isn't a Jesus, mm. um, what is the sort of celebration Of the 25th of December, yeah. What is this What is this thing? Yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't even know when Jesus was born. And that's when I'd like to segue real nicely into Santa, someone you said you didn't want to discuss. Who looks like is terrifying. But also, yeah, this Santa is one of the most trash Santas I have ever seen on television. pretty trash. Honestly, and I I try not, I look, hey, I try not to shit on John Leguizamo films too much and I love to look at things from a different perspective and try and understand or whatever. Let it be known on record that this is the most trash Santa I have ever seen on television. It looks like they stole the model from Ants uh, yep. and then put a beard on it and took off the, the yep. ant antennas and yep. kind of made it humanised a little I, bit. Why but could, it's an ant's face. Yeah. The fact that it was a... Um, <laughs> it was fucked. It was a trash Santa. The fact yeah. that it was a, a, a human... Yeah. Not uh, I was expecting like a sloth or something. What sort of creationist fucking bullshit are you spinning here? Yeah. Like he was a human. He was a European human. Before I yeah, think that white. I don't think Europeans existed no, then. No, they yeah, certainly no. wouldn't have. No. I don't think there was I any have, human I in Europe at that point. I would have respected this movie but, slightly more if Santa had come out and he wasn't a white but man. Not only that, but they, they had the first Ice Age featured Neolithic ancient humans, yeah. or or you know they mm. might have been, um, they might have been Neanderthals. I think that we saw that in the first the first Ice Age. Yeah, we saw yeah ancient prehistoric humans. So why is this guy a white Santa, a white mm. European Santa with features on humans that have only exist for the last maybe uh, five thousand years? Yeah, he should have. And you can say, oh, it's magic. It's mm. magic. No, I refuse because you, Ice Age franchise set this premise from the first couple of films where they were like, this is set in the Ice Age. Yeah. It really is the, it's really all there in the title. It's all there in the title. So you can't say, that's like me being like, I'm setting this in fucking Russia, but also here's the beach on a 40 degree day Yeah, because of magic. They didn't even, it's not even, at least make it a black Santa. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Why? why? Mm. And he's wearing clothing that wasn't invented until the, yeah. maybe the 18th century. Yeah. And, and Coke wasn't even invented to turn yeah. him red. Yeah. Well, yeah. The belt. I don't think they had belts until no, yeah. no, belts. Six, 600 That's years ago. That's so true. They didn't have pants. For a very long yeah. time. Pants are they very pants. new. Pants are Wait, new. If, if they wanted to, if they wanted us to even slightly believe what they were doing with this Christmas bullshit, been I wanted a, a black Santa and I wanted his dick out. 
If he's a black Santa with his dick out, I yeah. would have respected this film. I probably would have exp- respected it. I would have actually it. loved the if film. I'd, if yeah. it, if it, it would have saved it from me. Don't you reckon that if it was a black Santa with his dick out, there's a part of you that would have enjoyed this film? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting. I, I love a good, a big choice, you know. And if it's a, <laughs> that is a big choice. And that's choice. a big choice, and and especially because it is, you know, at least you're, you're there's an attempt to put it in the realm of of reality 100%. of Ice Age. It, it is the most egregious that Ice Age has ever been with this style of thing. And oh, uh, I don't know. Dinosaurs in at the center of the earth is. Um, I'm sorry, Scrat. Creating the galaxy. Well, yeah, scratch okay, an alien. sure. Yeah. yeah, all of those things, right? But with the dinosaurs at the center of the earth, uh, we don't really know what's at the center of the earth. Yeah, it's nothing that uh, the uh, the monarch king, the monster universe is doing right now. Yeah, you know, we're not absolutely certain there's not dinosaurs I mean, down there. I yeah, we're pretty a, sure. Yeah. We can be yeah, quite. We're pretty yeah, sure. we're, like we're ninety nine point. Lots of nines percent sure it's true. not that, mm-hmm. but, but no one's never, been down there. We've never re- we've only scratched the surface of the earth. Yeah. Really, we have never really gone a huge uh, a depth. And uh, in terms of the the spaceship, well, you know that 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 the age and infinite the inf- infinite nature of this universe. Who's to say that we weren't visited by that's 100%. true superior technology? And I would even go so far as to say, you know, just last year, a mm. new thesis came about about how the moon was formed. Mm. So, yes, absolutely, there's a lot of things telling us about how the solar system was created. Mm. But we, we're not absolutely certain it wasn't created by a rat in a UFO. Yeah. Fact. Well, okay, that's true. With the moon, the moon was formed by a rogue planet that hit the Earth. Yes, yes, but uh, you know, there's that, they've just recently changed it. I believe. I think now they think that um, it, that it, there was something slightly different. Yeah, and I mean, true. Interesting. Pluto was a planet, then Pluto wasn't a planet. It gets a planet. Well, again. that's the beauty of science is that it can change mm. when it finds out that it's you know and redefines and, and yeah. brought, you know gets more specific. And and I think you know they've got the new. That's why I like science. You know, there, they've I've got, got that. <laughs> That that new uh, take. The, yeah. the, they had the Hubble and now they've got the JW. Yeah, mm. that beautiful that new, new telescope, beautiful mm. telescope, getting the some web. great images mm. of of the universe and and it, I I think that if there was evidence from that, we could find a scrat, a picture yeah. of a scrat. <laughs> we there. saw that. Oh if, my god! Imagine if we did. If there was egg on our fucking that face, scrat yeah. made the solar system. We'd have to apologise. No, oh, we'd have to do an official apology. And scientists sure. would be the first to put their hand up and say, "Look, mm. new evidence now is pointing towards the scrat." And that's the thing. I'm confident <laughs> that if we had proof that scrat did create the universe, <laughs> I would be able to say, "Okay, I'm surprised," but yes, hands up. There's proof let's here. go for it. Let's let's I take that on. Yeah. If they if they built a larger hadron collider, that's the beauty of not living, you know, dogmatically. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. But I like at this stage where we're at right now, scientifically, historically, mm. what we should have seen was a black Santa with no pants. Yeah, or at least a skirt of some description. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe a, 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 like a. 
uh, mammoth skin. Yeah, skin. Mm. Skin would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. For skin. I and mean, back then, yes, yeah, skins. We were. We're. That's what. Especially we're in about. the ice age. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, I don't even know if reindeers, you know, cloven-hoofed animals. Mm. And and voiced by the guy that the that guy that got cancelled a couple yeah, of years yeah, yeah. back. Yeah, he went crazy. Who was yeah. that? Uh, the guy from uh, the from uh, Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Who's that? It took me a hot minute to figure out who it was. I, I thought knew it, was it Ryan imme- Reynolds. I knew it immediately. First. It's like is that Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. But no, it's him. That guy from what's his um, name? At this stage, they're just so chock full of useless one-liner characters that yeah. I was amazed that they were introducing another hyper. One-liner character. I was like, you have so many hyper one-liner characters. <laughs> Why you've got the little? What's from? Fucking... It's like they have such a stacked cast now for Ice Age that even someone like Queen Latifah had like two lines. Mm. <laughs> this whole thing's like we got to get them. Got to get one for Jennifer Lopez. We got to get them for Josh Peck. Like... J Lo was not in it because I think. Oh yeah, J Lo's not in it yet. This one has a time. Like I, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia. Are they fast and furious? To it? They and they have a clear. There's a clear timeline. Yeah, right. So this is set um, between. Let me find. I don't want to get. That's it wrong. all right. Is That's that okay. the cancelled guy? Yes. So okay. this Christmas special takes place between Dawn of the Dinosaurs and Continental Drift. Yeah. So this is the uh, Tokyo Drift type okay. thing. It, uh, yeah. There is a clarity. Yeah, they here fast of and when the furious, it, us bitch. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I said. Sorry. And you just, you didn't hear me, you didn't listen to me, you never listened to me. No, I do, I was listening to you, I was just looking up who was the guy that was cancelled. Oh, yeah. so you yeah. weren't listening to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I wanted to know, I need to, I need I to, need to, feel to know heard that stuff. Here yeah, that's when fair. talking about... We, we make you watch all this, I say, <laughs> yeah, I the least. To and to be fair, that is awful of me, that we've, we've when, forced you... When unpacking unnecessarily a children's television show slash movie franchise... I need to feel like my we've, voice is being heard. We've made you watch something like 10 hours. Of and I have disliked m- all of it. You sloth tits. You liked you sloth tits. Sloth I do tits, like sloth. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they've but- gotten rid of the sloth tits now. And that's PC gone mad. <laughs> here's my, here's my, uh, here's my sort of uh, final beef, I think. I, I don't think. Oh, no, I've got two. Here's my second to last beef. Penultimate beef. Uh, penultimate beef. Penultimate beef. They uh, end on a song. Uh, yeah, this was my beef. Yep, go keep going. Uh, I can't remember the song. The songs come out of nowhere. There was just a big Christmas song. Yeah. And then there's a mo- there's a reference to halls, mm. and then someone says, "Don't know what a hall is." Mm. And then there's a reference to seasons, and then someone says, I "Don't know what a season is either." Yeah. So now, I would have allowed that. That's a good joke. The yeah. idea that uh, they're singing a song with lyrics that uh, wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. We've already mentioned though that these these characters are aware of geomagnetic forces. Yes, the geomagnetic forces yeah. that and uh, they're celebrating the birth of a man who may or may not be the son of God that has not been born yet. Monotheistic religions hadn't been formed as far as we knew, yet they were aware of the celebration of him. Most cultures, most cultures, almost all cultures in recorded human history have become aware of seasons Mm. before they have become aware of uh, geomagnetic forces. Mm. Yeah. By thousands of years, seasons say, are one of the first. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm yeah. not an expert in um in Ice Age in the Ice Age, 
But surely, I mean, with the axis of the earth, there still would have been seasons. Yes, absolutely. And 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 they probably were aware of certain magnetic magnetic forces. I mean, if this was... there would have been a a, a dark time in the during the ice age and a lighter time. Yes, uh, the the, the sun is higher in the sky. Yeah. The sun is lower in the, the sky. The days are longer. The days are shorter. These are things that are a, a culture. How a culture could not be aware of those concepts, yeah. mm. but somehow have figured out the geomagnetic forces that 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 mm. that exist within our world yeah. is bonkers. So we're in the they okay, northern lights. So we're in the northern hemisphere, of course, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, a lot of questions. So many. questions. They, they, they build a house. They build a little house mm. at the end. Did Ma- you see that? It was like a gingerbread yeah, house, yeah, a little that. house that they. Yeah. So they might have known about halls. Uh, yeah, surely they could have figured if out. If they built that house, potentially could have told with them. eaves and. Gables. I mean, they knew about fairy lights. So yeah, like they strung fairy lights up. What they were aware of uh, is it the pentatonic scale? Yeah. To, to in order to create this, uh, yeah. this, uh, this piece of Western style music, yeah. that they they are aware of the. I mean, if of, you're going to, you know, if it's the ice head, shouldn't it just be like, sort of more a, a chant or a throats a throat singing? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Tibetan throat singing. <laughs> Sage Christmas. <laughs> um, my final thought, or final uh, beef. Uh, <laughs> boom. 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 I, and then just around like, what? Uh, boom. <laughs> just animals uh, going off. <laughs> or maybe drums, in which case they would have to stretch and drum. But they just no, they would the just be drumming of their one own. Of their fellows no, they'd just be drumming their own tums. Some wood, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, my final beef uh, is with the Santa. <laughs> had to sacrifice Sid the sloth in order to turn his skin into a drum. Yeah. <laughs> my final my final beef is with the Santa. Mm. Um We've already discussed that this was a trash Santa. He looks feral. Yeah, he looks fucked up. Fucked up Santa. But also, Santa's a cunt. Mm. Like, so the whole premise of this stupid little movie. I mean, I think Santa is a cunt by by his his whole vibe. Just his vibe is a, is cuntish. Yeah, fair. He's undercutting small business with his free gifts for everyone. True. Yeah, he's putting. Um, in, I mean, where is the union? For well, the then the in other? that case, I I. I applaud this film for being honest because this guy's a cunt. Sid made a mistake. Like he made, a, he didn't mean to fuck things up. It wasn't deliberate. And because he, oh, you, you were watching it much more closely than me. I don't what really remember. Do? I don't know. He did something fucked. He broke some shit. I don't know. Okay. He broke the Christmas rock. Yes. Uh, it was an oh, accident. The big ball yeah, rock. An yeah. accident. And because he broke that, Santa's like, you're on the naughty list. Yeah. For something he didn't mean to do. That is true. And it Ooh. was like the whole premise was like, well, I've got to get off the naughty list. I've got to make everything right again. And Santa watches from his magical little cloud or some shit, watches Sid struggle. I think I must have skipped the part. Why was Santa not like... Because we introduced the reindeer and mm. how he met. What was he doing there anyway? Was he walking? No, just being like, I'm mad at you, I think. I think so was where pop- was he off to? Because he was like, 
Because once they got the reindeer, he was like, mm. okay, now I'm off around the world to deliver presents to animals. I didn't really understand. Also, uh, But what world. was he doing prior to that? Was he just chilling, doing nothing? I don't remember. I skipped over that part. I didn't skip over bit. it, but I blocked it out. I watched it a few, few days ago. Does anyone know? Also, the world. No. So You're it's right? just convenient. <laughs> no, like he was just yawn. like, I'm here. <laughs> You've found me. Here's a, a reindeer. He's gone off to get his friends. They're the reindeer that we know and love. Um, and they have a little introduction. They can fly for some reason. Um, and then he but fucks off. When he flies around know. the world, mm. is the world the land masses we know today? Yeah, which mm. is incorrect. Why was the world not more uh, the land masses of the Yeah, ice just age? like three giant... <laughs> giant <Yeah>. continents. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, like, dude. It is so We live flawed. in a post-walking with dinosaurs I don't world, even. Yeah. This was by far and away my least favourite Ice Age experience we've had, and I did not enjoy the last few. And they- also, they're, they're running around the snow like it's, it's snowing for the first time at the beginning, which yeah. I'm like, that... Yeah. Oh my God! It's snowing, and it was every day. It's the ice age. Yeah. This is like this is the snow that killed your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My final point Mm. um, is uh, was if Christmas has been around since then, Mm. did that mean Jesus celebrated Christmas? Yeah. By that logic. Yeah. 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 Like someone was like, ah. Fuck! Like Mary was like, "Oh fuck! Now, now he's gonna be a Christmas baby." Yeah, he's a Christmas yeah. baby. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! That makes it so hard. Oh, I'm gonna have yeah. to buy two presents. Oh, yeah. How do I normalize that? that? Yeah, but yeah. What's well, fu- wasn't he was? That's why the inn was full because it was during a holiday. Yeah, it's mm. Christmas season. Yeah. yeah, it was the Christmas season, and it's a nightmare to get accommodation. Absolutely. You should have booked. I mean, people are here for the Maya windows. <laughs> yeah, for, sorry, man. People book. Back in September for, for this, window. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in my windows. Dude. <laughs> it's in my windows. It's got a, it's got a bluey display. Yeah, right? uh, yeah. I think that I'm sort of. Um, I just po- I posted it shortly before, and and I'm fixating on it. Who is he delivering presents to? Is he delivering presents to other animals? No, I think it's the early. Uh, so he's just delivering Neanderthals, yeah, the Neanderthals. And, and the people of the people. Uh, yeah, those early. Humans. So what about the? But they, but the animals get presents as well, and they celebrate Christmas. Yeah, does that mean? And, and they want Santa to come and visit them. That's why they bring out the rock and the tree in the first place. Mm. So he has to deliver. That seems like a massive job. And Probably still point, not as massive as what it is today. Yeah. Well, Ben, no, because here's the thing. If he's delivering to every animal, what's his cutoff? Mm. Is he delivering to insects? Mm. Is it only mammals or large reptiles? 100%. Is because it to as fish? If, if Ice Age have taught us <laughs> nothing, fish? if Ice Age have ta- has taught us nothing, it's that every single creature can c- coexist and yeah. live together and be friends. He's got to deliver to worms. He's got yeah. to deliver to poisonous things. It things then that opens up the other thing. Santa doesn't deliver to animals anymore. At what point did he did stop delivering? Yeah. yeah. When did he make that business decision? Did he cut it? Did he say, all right, no more fish. Now, no yeah. more reptiles. Yeah. Now I'm going to stop for all mammals except humans. Like yeah. when did that happen? Yeah. Rough. Um, what the fuck, Santa? Um, so based on Leguistamos. <laughs> yeah. How many so Leguistamos? How Leguistamo-y it is. Genuinely. And it's not just because I didn't like this. I'm going to give it two. Yeah. It just didn't have much Leguistamo vibe. And to be honest with you, like Sid was in it a fair bit. Mm. 
So, okay, on that three, I'll give it three because it was like Sid was the storyline. Yeah. Sid fucked up um, and I think that John probably, um, he probably renovated his office off the back of this. Yeah, it was a half day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like made enough money to yeah. just like, he's good. He was happy he did this. He doesn't remember it. He couldn't tell you the storyline of this. <laughs> he couldn't tell you who was like, who was in there that day. Like he does not remember doing this short film. No. Yeah, he might have even forgotten he did it. Yeah. Yeah. There's even a chance that it if is you that brought vibe. it up, it would take him a minute to go. Mm. Oh, the TV thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so here's my... So I'm going three. Here's my Leguistamos. So uh, this isn't really a Leguistamos thing, but I, I really take issue with the fact... You know the Star Wars holiday special? Mm-hmm. Um, there's an infamous... Have you heard about this, Mish? No. There was this infamous uh, Star Wars holiday special that George Lucas tried to bury. It was mm. so bad. Um, where it was a TV special with all the Star Wars characters. But even that... That uh, TV special, which which uh, was much maligned, had the good grace to create a fictional holiday for the sci-fi characters. Mm-hmm. The, the Wookiees are celebrating like yeah some Wookiee holiday, and it also felt more variety showy. It felt yeah. like a it felt outside of the world of Star Wars. Yeah, but they're not celebrating Christmas because no. it's ludicrous. The fact that this didn't have the good grace to just do a mammoth thing. Yeah. That maybe there was a... Mammoth Jesus. Yeah, there was maybe a sort of mammoth or a saber tooth that, that died. Yeah, and the, the, the... For the sins of, of all mammoths. Mm. And the Jewish uh, mammoths shunned him and eventually killed him. Well, you know, I think that's that was a um that was a myth created by the Roman mammoths. Yeah, right. So it's uh, really Pontius mammoths. It was really the Roman mammoths that did but it. But I would say the Catholic mammoths definitely paint <laughs> the Jewish mammoths in I would say an anti-semitic light. Yeah, absolutely. And that has perpetuated uh anti-semitism to uh, mammoths to this very day. Yeah, absolutely, you know. Uh, so I think that's a huge thing. They could have just made up a a, a, a mammoth Christ figure. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, or just like a general mammoth holiday. Well, yeah, like a, maybe a, a go takes, back to the original pagan. It also, it takes a couple of lines. You know what I mean? It only takes a couple of lines to go, we realise what we're doing here is a stretch. But they just didn't. They didn't even give us the good grace to be like, hey, we're just pissing about a bit here. You know yeah, I mean? like, so yeah, acknowledge it. Like, yeah. I, I, they're happy to do a what's a haul. Yeah. Why not right up the top a... Uh, I know this is crazy, but kind of... Yeah. Kind of gag. I know this is crazy, but kind of gag. That was weird. Yeah, sound went weird. Yeah, you know what? I was going to try and cut it, but let's just acknowledge that the right. sound went weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sound went weird. The sound went what weird. What is your leg with Starmo right Anyway, that's more of a star thing. Um, I, I'm like, go get your... Go get your Ice Age coin. Yeah, mm. legs. Yeah, get f- do up that th- that office. Yeah, yeah. I reckon he made good money for this comparatively. Yeah. For sure. On top of that, I love that he has the final song, and because of the shorter runtime and the Christmas hook, he's competing with less little cute things. In mm-hmm. the later Ice Ages, he's really competing with a lot of little fucked things that are really coming yeah. for yes, the. That's true. Yeah. Sloth. All so, those weird pirates and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, are we yeah. serious that? Like fucking Simon Pegg, Pegg pirate yeah. is coming in. God, I hated that one. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. <laughs> so for that reason, I give it four and a half. Like with Star Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I uh, 
I don't care. I care as much as Legasamo. Legasamo cares about this. I give it five Legasamo. <laughs> it's okay, Greg. Because no one gives a shit. <laughs> We're all gonna fucking die. And when we do die, <sighs> nothing, nothing will happen. <clears throat> yep. No, that's fair. Um, ben, thank you so much for joining us yet again. I do believe we have a couple more to go. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Not fine. many. We're on the home stretch now. Yeah. Um, is there anything you've got coming up that people might be able to check uh, you out in? Yes, indeed. Uh, pl- I'm doing a big tour. Uh, so uh, I'll be doing the Perth Fringe World, uh, my new show, a brand new hour. It's a brand new show, show, isn't it? Brand new show. Um, it's called, uh, I think in Perth, it'll be, just look up Ben Russell. It's a new show. And then I'm doing uh, the GC Laughs Festival, so Gold Coast. Um, and then I'm doing Comedy Festival, doing the last two weeks of Comedy Festival at Cooper's Inn. Great venue. Oh, that's um, good. It goes, uh, it's a great run, uh, run too. It's with uh, Mike G's first in the evening, then Xavier Michaelides, then oh, me. Amazing. So oh, what a night. Yeah, it's a great, great yes. lineup. Just get there, sit mm. down, watch the whole thing. Yeah, so uh, tickets aren't on sale yet for Comedy Festival, but they will be probably by the end of next year. Oh, not the end <laughs> of next year, by, by the beginning of this year, sorry, of 2024. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, but tickets are on sale for Fringe World if you're in Perth and for Gold Coast. Check it out. You can go to my t- Instagram and Twitter and check out the link on in the bio uh, to get tickets. Yeah, fuck yeah. You should fucking do that. And we should say as well, we are taking a couple of weeks off. Good. Thank you. I nearly forgot. To the dear listener, um, yeah. we are taking this Christmas time off. Yeah. So, well, like, honestly, I don't know, but we just are. We're taking a few weeks off. We're both yeah, going away. <laughs> I wasn't, we weren't going to, and then uh, Auntie Donna did. The people at Listener told told us we could take time off because no one listens during this time anyway. And then I was like, hey, Mish. <laughs> no one listens. <laughs> the real podcast I do. <laughs> Reckons like it's fine to off. do it. We're allowed to do it. And I was like, are you fucking serious? He's like, yeah, man. Abby Chatfield's taking time <laughs> off. Yeah, Abby Chatfield's taking two weeks off weekend too. If Abby Chat is doing it. Oh, I'll do whatever she does. If yeah. Abby Chat's mm. doing it, she might not be doing it. Um, I don't know. She's doing it. Thank you so much, Ben, for joining us. And, Tom, if you could go back to that throat song that Ben was doing before, mm. chuck that at the end. Have a nice little uh, Don't even worry about that. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.